to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. The clouds rolled in, diffusing the light so that it could have been morning or afternoon. Edward's eyes tightened as he scrutinized the view, and I was sure he was seeing this exact scene for the second time, the first time being Alice's vision. It would look just the same when the Volturi arrived. We only had minutes or seconds left now. All our family and allies braced themselves. From the forest, the huge russet alpha wolf came forward to stand at my side. It must have been too hard for him to keep his distance from Renesmee when she was in such immediate danger. Renesmee reached out to twine her fingers in the fur over his massive shoulder and her body relaxed a little bit. She was calmer with Jacob close. I felt a tiny bit better too. As long as Jacob was with Renesmee, she would be all right. Without risking a glance behind, Edward reached back to me. I stretched my arm forward so that I could grip his hand. He squeezed my fingers. Another minute ticked by, and I found myself straining to hear some sound of approach. And then Edward stiffened and hissed low between his clenched teeth. His eyes focused on the forest due north of where we stood. We stared where he did and waited as the last seconds passed. Hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. This is Marin. This is Emily. This is Remember, Remember Twilight. Twilight. On this episode of Remember Twilight, we are covering Breaking Dawn Chapter 35, Deadline. Last week, a lot happened. It's Christmas. Bella's worried about everything. Uh, what's his face left? Uh, Alistair was mm-hmm. like, bye. There was a family fight. Yes. Uh, there was too many to be on the table, so they just had to do it <laughs> in the living room. 
a lot of the people who are here said that they will fight with Carlisle if it comes to a fight, which many people believe it will because the Volturi are a little shady. Mm-hmm. Just going to say it. They They're are. not going to stick to what they said. They're going to uh, go crazy if they want to. Yeah. And everybody is leaving their little... We don't want to say goodbye, but just in case gifts <sighs> with Renesme. Oh my gosh. And um, everybody is now in the clearing, just waiting for the Volturi to show up. So you guys, we're literally like here. It's happening right now. Woo. So the time has come for Bella to go pick up her items from Jay. <laughs> And so she gets Renesme ready to go, and Edward looks at her and he goes, "Oh, are you heading out?" Where? Okay, I want to know because she does not give us the closet tour to choose her outfit for this excursion. I'm kind of mad about it because <laughs> think of how fun that would have been for her to go into the cottage and be like, "Okay, Alice, I'll give you this one last thing. I'm gonna look so effing hot." To go visit Jay. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. I'm sad about it. She puts on quite the outfit. Mm -hmm. And um, And that's why Edward is like, what are uh, you doing? (laughs) Trench coat. Hello. Shoes. Yeah. (laughs) Everything. I just looked Emily up and down as if she was Bella. (laughs) It was funny. Um, So Bella's like, yeah, I've just got to do a couple things. No big deal. And Edward's like, okay, well, hurry. And she's like, yes. Not these guys. Hurry back to me. Right. Always. (laughs) (laughs) Bella spends a lot of this chapter pondering what Aro will be able to figure out based on what Edward has been perceiving. Okay. Here's what I wrote down. She, okay. First of all, Emily's right. I'm going to let you talk. (laughs) (laughs) Kanye style but I'm like all the worrying and wondering that she's doing is one of those things where I'm just like oh this goes to prove that having good grades doesn't mean you're smart because Bella (laughs) had good grades in school Uh, so did I I'm not I was a straight-a student also but I'm not super smart and neither is she because she's just like oh my gosh did he can he is he gonna be able to and it's like honey it doesn't matter I just feel like it doesn't matter She's doing a lot of worrying. She's doing the right thing. She's doing her best. Yeah. All the worrying is just like pro, like making her worry more a little yeah, bit. That's the thing about worrying. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, did he piece it together? Did he read the thing? Does he know what I'm doing? No, it's okay. He doesn't. And he's not going to try to find out. Um, so it's a really like gloomy day when she leaves. So she drives uh, straight to Seattle and she's like, I think I know why Alice sent me to that weird place. It's because so that I would know that I needed him to do something shady. Because uh, if I had just gone to his other things, I would have been like, well, why do I need like an attorney? <laughs> you know, it's like, what kind of legal trouble does Alice think I'm going to be getting into? Good point. And so she's like, OK, I get it. Um, but now that like we've had this first introduction, of course, um, he asked me to meet him at this very nice restaurant and um, I don't want to offend him by just doing like a quick cash exchange in the parking lot. So I, I dressed up so I could go do the whole nice restaurant meeting. With I wonder him. about Jay in this moment. So I got to believe that he's never invited Jasper to dinner before. <laughs> but maybe he has. I don't know. Um, because it's his first 
idea is to invite Bella to dinner to be like let's meet at this restaurant it's a neutral place but it's also like the nicest restaurant I could think of and I'm like oh now I just really want to know how Jasper gets his papers like does he does he force Jay to go to like some horrifying place (laughs) or does he go to dinner with Jay and just pretend to eat I don't know Just for fun. Just for fun. Just to hang out, sees. Just sit there and stare at him a little bit. Yeah. Well, because Bella gets to the restaurant and she goes and she's like, I'm here for like the jinx party or whatever. And they take her to like a private room. Right. So So he does this kind of thing. Obviously, this is a common meeting space. Yeah. (laughs) But is Jasper one of them? Yes. (laughs) It's the age old question. Because we get a, a glimpse into what Jay thinks of Jasper here. The um, hostess takes Bella to the room. He um, takes her jacket for her and he does a a gasp and a look over. (laughs) Yes. Because Bella has chosen an oyster satin cocktail dress. Mm. And she was like, oh my, it's kind of nice to be seen as beautiful by anyone other than Edward. As if the whole school didn't have a crush on her. Honestly. Uh, so Bella goes over, there's a fireplace, and she, like, war- is warming her hands <laughs> by the fire so they won't be, like, so cold. When the handshake happens, she almost lets the intrusive thought win of, like, what would it feel like if I put my whole hand in the flames? Sometimes we all almost let the intrusive thought win. Yeah. The one that I always used to get closest to is every time I would be making a box of macaroni and cheese after I would take the um the like pot off the burner and I drain the noodles I always wanted to take the gallon of milk and stick it on the hot burner just to watch it like oh. melt and like explode wow that just gave always me I had like I had such a strong instinct to just like put it on the burner <laughs> I always win, but oh, that's the one that I always get, got like closest to actually oh doing because it's like, then it's just a mess, right? Right. So I was like, I could deal with the mess. There's other intrusive thoughts, that's much cl- more harmful yeah. that mm-hmm. I stay away from. But that one, what would have happened? It would have burned. It would have burned. That's it. Uh, I would have been scraping really off <laughs> gross plastic from the burner. Wow. Anyway, Bella almost puts her hand in the fire. So <laughs> yeah, she does. Luckily, Jay walks in right at that minute, so she doesn't have to fight it. She just gets distracted. (laughs) And um, she can see that Jay also dressed up really nice for this meeting. And he walks in and he's like, I'm sorry I'm late. And Bella's like, no, like you're on time. I was early. And he shakes her hand and she notices that he is still much warmer than she is, even with her fireplace warming. (laughs) And Jay comes out with the compliments and he goes... You look stunning, if I may be so bold. (laughs) And she's like, oh, my God, thank you. And also, call me Bella. (laughs) Like, they're having a flirt. And then Jay's like, you know, I much prefer working with you over Mr. Jasper. You're much less unsettling. So I I just kept thinking, of course, for Jay, it would be more pleasant to work with Bella but the shady shit that he does, he doesn't deserve to work with somebody as good as Bella. Right. He deserves <laughs> the Jasper treatment because he's doing incredibly dangerous, illegal things. Oh, yeah. And so. And certainly yeah. no one else can have the intentions of the Collins. Exactly. Right? They do it just mm-hmm. to go to high school. <laughs> Everyone else does it to, like, get Escape. away with 
mm-hmm. bad things. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, that'd be nice. And Bella would be a, a more pleasant liaison, but you don't deserve a pleasant liaison. Yeah, no, that's Jasper's job. Mm-hmm. He'd create it for himself. Like <laughs> we said, he gets to be in charge of yes. unsettling the <laughs> lawyer. He's so good at it, too. <laughs> But Bella's like, oh, really? I always find Jasper very soothing. (laughs) And Jay's like, oh, okay. Weird. And Bella notices that he, like, looks kind of, like, weirded out by that. And Bella's like, what did Jasper do to you? (laughs) So she asks him, how long have you known Jasper? And he goes, I've been working with Mr. Jasper for more than 20 years. And my old partner knew him for 15 years before that. He never changes. He never changes. Bella's was like, yeah, it's kind of funny, huh? <laughs> so then he asks Bella to take a seat and she goes, actually, I'm in a bit of a hurry. And she hands him his thick white envelope of money. And Jay's like, oh, OK, I was hoping we could talk, though. And Bella's like, OK, well, about what? And he's like, well, first, let me show you what I made for you. Make sure everything looks good. So he pulls out this huge um, envelope. And Bella's like, I have no idea what legal documents look like, but I'll just look at them. <laughs> they look great. And so they, she, All the margins are really yeah. straight. <laughs> she pulls them out and she notices that he took the Jacob photo and kind of like made it look a little different. So he, it wasn't obviously the same picture. And she's like, OK, yeah, like. I mean, if you do that, then I assume you got all the other details right. Like, cool. And it's kind of hard for Bella to look at the Renesme one. Um, so she just says, thank you. And Jay's like, well, I, I assure you they're like up to standard. Like no one's going to suspect anything. And Bella's like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm sure you did great. And then Jay kind of like several times is like, now, if you, if you, if the Collins need anything, Bella, you be sure to let me know. Like, he's trying so hard to get Bella to be the one to contact him. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny. And then Bella's like, well, was there something else you wanted to talk about? And Jay starts dripping a sweat. He has to take out his handkerchief and like several times like. It says he's mopping the sweat uh, off of his face. Which is completely disgusting, but I would feel exactly the same way if I was about to accuse this woman of what he's about to accuse her of. Yeah. I would also, I'd be in the next room on the phone with her, though. Like, this is so <laughs> scary. Yeah, and I mean, props to him for asking. Yeah. I guess. No, yeah. Um, well, he doesn't want, like, what if she was doing something shady without Jasper knowing? Right. And then Jasper comes back and says, like, what the fuck did you do that for? Yeah. He would be dead. Yeah. So Jay makes like a little bit of small talk with Bella first. Like, so are you um like Mr. Jasper's sister or sister-in-law? And she goes, oh, I'm married to his brother. And he goes, oh, you must be Edward's bride or whatever he says. Mr. Edward. Mr. Edward's bride. And Bella says, yes. And he goes, well, like, congratulations. I'm so glad that you guys have found each other or whatever. And then he, he begins and he goes, over the years, you might imagine that I've developed a very healthy level of respect for Mr. Jasper and the entire family. And Bella's like, yes. <laughs> and then he goes, if you could just assure me that you're not planning to kidnap the little girl from her father, <laughs> I would sleep better tonight. <laughs> He's 2% worried about the little girl, 98% worried about getting killed by Mr. Jasper. Yeah, because like if Bella had just been planning on like stealing Edward's kid, you like Jasper would have killed him. Yes. So yeah, it's, 
He's like, am I going to have any trouble with this? Because then he goes on. And Bella's like, no, of course not. Like, we just want to be prepared for, you know, whatever. And he goes, okay. Also, one more thing. Um, If Mr. Jasper comes and asks what names I put on your documents, Bella's like, you can tell him. It's okay. <laughs> this poor guy. And he's like, okay, very good. <laughs> he's going to... Um, I just know from my own personal experience, I would be in the bathroom for about an hour and a half later that night. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My tummy doesn't do well under this kind of stress. <laughs> yeah. Before Bella leaves, he adds one more time. Again, if you or the Cullens need anything, please <laughs> call me. Bella's like, okay. <laughs> So she leaves and um, it's like pitch black outside now. So she just simply decides to turn her headlights off and floor it. And when she gets home, she notices that a lot of the cars are missing from the garage. And she assumes that everybody's just been borrowing vehicles to get a far, as far away as possible to go feed. And when she walks in, it's only Kate and Garrett that are hanging out. And based on their conversation, she assumes that Garrett tried... <laughs> hunting with the cousins and ate an animal and he's talking about whether or not they are as equally nutritional <laughs> I love Garrett mm -hmm. and she's like okay well Edward and Renesme must be at home Jacob's probably sleeping outside Renesme's window <laughs> underneath the window underneath the planter box <laughs> mm -hmm. so Bella's like excellent I'm going to use this time to be sneaky uh, so she goes upstairs and she goes to Alice's room and she can tell that no one else has been in this room since Alice left and she's looking for a bag and so she finds this little leather backpack and she goes this is perfect it'll fit everything I need it to and also it'll look normal for Renesmee to be wearing it um, so she goes then into Alice's wall and takes out <laughs> some of the money <laughs> wall i assume it's in the wall i think you're right maybe they have like <laughs> um safes but i feel like they nope. just stuck it in the wall yeah um so she takes what she says is about twice the yearly income for the average american household and it's just a little bit of alice and jasper's petty cash yeah just some extras my petty cash is just like five dollars that my mom gave me two years ago yeah. that I've just been like keeping in a drawer. <laughs> my petty cash is my piggy bank that yeah. has no cash, only Some coins. Quarters. <laughs> yeah. She grabs all that and she arranges everything into the envelope. She puts the passports, the IDs, and then she kind of looks at it and she's like, is this all I can give to my daughter to like survive on oh my gosh and so she sits there for a long time being like what else can I do so she rethinks through things and she's like okay if Jacob and Renesmee escape Dimitri is gone that would mean that also Alice and Jasper would have a pretty good chance of surviving too. I love this realization that she has she hasn't even thought about this before that like oh my gosh duh Alice and Jasper are still going to be alive. Yeah. Like, imagine the hope that wells up in her just thinking that. Yeah. I, I felt it while I was reading it. I was like, oh, my God, you're right. Yeah. They're still going to be out there. And they're obviously going to do everything they can to find Renesmee. Yeah. And so then Bella's like, obviously, it would be perfect for them all to meet up. But the only problem is... Alice can't track Jacob or Renesmee. And so she's like brainstorming. And then she's like, aha, I've got it. So she walks over to Carlisle and Esme's room. And she, she goes over to Esme's desk where she has all her blueprints 
<laughs> arranged and she has some extra stationery. So Bella grabs a piece of paper and a pen and she stares at that paper for five <laughs> minutes. That's so long. And she's Try like, doing something for five minutes, you guys, and right she, now. Yeah. And she just like <laughs> focuses on it so like as hard as she can in hopes that this is such a weird thing. And she's like desiring it so strongly that Alice will see. So she sits there for five <laughs> minutes and then she finally writes Rio de Janeiro across the page. And she's like, if Alice and Jasper are still in South America and that's already where we were planning on going with Jake to learn more about Renesme, like learning about Renesme and what her life is going to be like doesn't decrease in importance just because some of us might not make it. Like, obviously, mm. that's still what we would all be needing to do. So it makes sense to send Jacob there. And hopefully Alice has a vision of me staring at this paper and writing these words so they'll be able to find each other. <laughs> um, so she does that. And after she writes it, she just wants to break down and cry. She says, it was better that Renez may go on without me, but I already missed her so much I could barely stand it. So she folds a piece of paper and she sticks it in the duffel bag too so Jacob can find it. And she just prays that Jacob took Spanish (laughs) as an elective at school. Okay, but Bella, all she has to do is grab a Portuguese book and put it in that backpack for Renez True, because Renesmee is going to learn so quick. And she won't even have to hear the language. She'll just know how to speak it. She will. She'll just... Edward's probably already taught her, honestly. (laughs) Well, we may as well start Portuguese lessons. Come here. (laughs) She already has Spanish. (laughs) That's about all Bella can do. And so now they just kind of wait as the weather gets colder and colder. Edward and Carlisle are keeping tabs on, like, the clearing that they're planning on going to, making sure it's not snowy out there before they can prepare. And she wonders if everything feels very repetitive to Carlisle since this is, all, since, since this is also where they fought with the newborns. Bella, of course, tells us it's all going to be new for her because this time Edward and her will be able to stand with their family. Everybody's kind of on the same page that the Volturi will be tracking Edward and Carlisle. Bella talks about how she only now has hours left and so she doesn't leave Edward's side. I don't like it. I'm feeling anxious. And yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and she talks about how her and Edward have not said goodbye or had anything close to an ending like that. Nope. Um, because they don't want to speak it into existence. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just literally never let go of each other they're always touching (laughs) she says whatever end found us it would not find us separated oh oh my gosh yeah perfect uh they put up a little tent for renesme in the forest and she's like oh my god deja vu we're camping with jacob again (laughs) Um, but she of course notices how perfect everything is now and how terrible everything was last june they really (laughs) really were terrible back then it's been seven months you guys oh my god (laughs) (laughs) wow Uh, um it's a seven months ago our triangular relationship seemed impossible three different (laughs) kinds of heartbreak that could not be avoided now everything was in perfect balance not seven months (laughs) 
Imagine oh if God. we had done Twilight the way we did Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, I we would have been done, done a year ago. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought about that. Where I was like, oh my gosh, we would have had to do three episodes a week yeah. <laughs> to keep up with that. And then schedule. we'd have a nice October, November, December, January <laughs> break. And then right back to the Where bullshit. we would just do one episode per month that we just and said, it October. it's October now. <laughs> Still crying at the window. No update, yeah. So it is now the night before New Year's Eve and it's starting to snow and it's finally sticking to the ground. She and Edward just kind of watch as the snow lands and builds and by the time the sun comes up, the clearing is covered in snow. Today's the day, so everybody starts coming into the clearing. She notices how everybody's eyes look either light gold or rich crimson (laughs) ew (laughs) they're all real sloshy right now (laughs) Um, they can hear all the wolves in the woods and so Jacob gets up and he goes and joins them meanwhile Edward and Carlisle are choosing what formation to have everybody stand in and Bella says that it's like they are galleries just these statues on the in the clearing. It's so cool. Renesme finally wakes up, so Bella helps her change, and Bella says that she chose clothes that looked frilly and feminine, but were actually very sturdy, so they would not show anywhere. These clothes are from the children's place. That's the store that I never shopped there because it was too expensive <laughs> for me when I had little babies, but whenever I would get clothes from, like, hand-me-downs, they were all, like, really good uh quality clothes but still looked real cute gotcha so there we go (laughs) yeah bella says they would not show anywhere even if a person wore them while riding a giant wolf through (laughs) a couple of states so she gets her change she puts a jacket on her and then she puts the backpack on her oh i bet she looks so cute (laughs) (laughs) bella says that this backpack has the documents the money the clue and my love notes for her and jacob charlie and renee Mm. Renesme takes one look at Bella and she's like, um, mom? Yeah, I don't like this next part, you guys. I'm very, uh, <laughs> it's too sad hard. about it. Um, but Bella says, it, um, she had guessed enough not to ask me what I was doing. And so Bella says, I love you more than anything. And she goes, I love you too, mama. And she holds her locket and she says, we'll always be together. And Bella goes, and our hearts will always. <laughs> I don't think I can. I can't. This. Like, I was going to read this for the, the line read. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's real good. Just cry through <laughs> an entire line read again. Yeah. Take 10 minutes to to freaking read it because it's just like, this is so, so heartbreaking. Yeah. Bella says, and our hearts will always be together. But oh when the time God. comes today, you have to leave me. Oh, my God. And all Renesme does is touch Bella and just no <laughs> to her. <laughs> and so Bella's like, all right, will you do it for me, though, please? And <sighs> Renesme again, thinks to Bella, why? And Bella says, I can't tell you, but you'll understand soon, I promise. So then she thinks Jacob to Bella. And Bella says, yes. But don't think of it and don't tell Jacob until I tell you to run, okay? And so she just nods. And then Bella has one final thing to prepare, which she saw when she was in the closet at home. And she looked up and she saw this huge old box. And she goes, oh, yeah, that thing. The worst (laughs) gift I've ever received. (laughs) 
So she pulls it down and she takes out the absolutely enormous <laughs> diamond gold necklace from Aro. So stupid. I hate it. <laughs> she takes it out and she puts it on now. And Renesmee goes, pretty. <laughs> um, and then she just hugs Bella and Bella picks her up and she heads out to the clearing. Edward gives them both a look. And Bella comes and stands by him and he puts his arm around both of them. And Bella says, I couldn't see a goodbye anywhere in his eyes. Maybe he had more hope for something after this life than he had led on. Um, maybe. I wonder, I want to hear this from Edward's point of view, like everything. I mean, but also like maybe he has enough faith in Alice and he has seen, he maybe he saw enough of Alice's vision and he didn't see enough to know that she thinks Jacob and Renesmee are the only ones who will survive, but... He's yeah. a pretty hopeful guy lately. Yeah. And I, I mean, they're both finally in a place where they have everything they want. Yeah, that's true. So it's like if if you're going to die, you may as well die when you're at your happiest. With the person you love at your side. Yeah. Well, and he believes in heaven. Like he believes <laughs> that that's where they'll go and that they'll be together there. I think that's really sweet. Yes. Imagine. <laughs> uh, so they go to take their place in the gallery. <laughs> and um, Bella stands just right behind Edward. And they have arranged it so that Carlisle, Edward, Emmett, Rosalie, Tanya, Kate, and Eleazar are kind of in the front. Bella is just behind Edward with um, Benjamin and Zafrina at her side. Um, they want them to be as close to Bella as possible, so it's easier for her to shield them. And then Asena is standing right next to Zafrina, too. Um, Benjamin is actually sitting on the ground um, talking about fault lines. Yeah, he's and an earthbender. Yeah, he spent um, all night piling boulders Ugh. up around where the Volturi are going to be. And Bella says, of course, it's not enough to kill a vampire, but it may be enough to distract one. Mm -hmm. Um, so everybody comes out. Um, she looks over. She notices Siobhan is like rubbing her temples <laughs> with her eyes closed. And Bella's like, is she humoring Carlisle? And like just trying to visualize a diplomatic resolution. No way. She's saving us all. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I say us. <laughs> and then Bella can hear all of the wolves just they're silent and just waiting and they can only hear them panting and their hearts beating. Um, the clouds roll in. Uh, she watches Edward watching the forest. Um, she says that this is his second time seeing all of this. It's exactly the same as the vision and that they only have minutes or seconds left now. Jacob decides to come and stand next to Bella and Renesmee. <laughs> Can you imagine stopping? <laughs> we restop every week at the end of these chapters. Whereas upon first reading, which I don't, I don't think I've read this book more than once. Me Maybe too. I have, but I don't know. But I guarantee I didn't stop. No, <laughs> I guarantee I like read the last few sentences and and paragraphs of this chapter, which we haven't gotten to yet, and then I just immediately. I have to know what's going to happen. Renesmee reaches out and she grabs onto Jake's fur. And from in front of them, Edward reaches back to hold Bella's hand. I can just re-put the line right here yeah. from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> it says, another minute ticked by and I found myself straining to hear some sound of approach. 
And then Edward stiffened and hissed low between his clenched teeth. His eyes focused on the forest due north of where we stood. We stared where he did and waited as the last seconds passed. Mm. End of the chapter. Earlier, um, after I read that, Emily goes, what do you think a low hiss would be? Is it like a low in pitch or just low in volume? <laughs> and I go, I don't know what would low in pitch sound like. And she goes, <laughs> like a low, like, <laughs> I can't even. It must be low in volume. <laughs> it's just a quiet hiss. Maybe it's low in pitch and volume. <laughs> <laughs> something only edward cullen could do honestly we simply cannot replicate <laughs> the sounds of edward hissing hissing lowly well thanks for joining us again everybody um sorry about all the crying and sniffling but you know you get what you get here at remember twilight we're a cryy little group um thank you for joining us we love you and remember to keep at least twice the yearly income for the average American household in your walls. <laughs> okay. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at RememberTwilightPodcast at gmail.com, send us a voice message on Anchor, or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true. 